Chapter 1 Tom Belbury died in May, and now that summer was over, his brother missed him more than ever. Neither of them had married, so there was no widow and no children. Only the dog, Honey. Jim took Honey to live with him. He'd always liked her, and it was what Tom had wanted. When he knew he hadn't long to live, he worried a lot about Honey, what would happen to her after he was gone. And though Jim assured him repeatedly that he would take her, Tom said it again and again. Haven't I promised over and over? You want me to put it in writing and get it witnessed? I will, if that's what you want. No, I trust you. She's a good dog. His trust hadn't been misplaced. Jim lived in the cottage that had been the brother's parents' home, and there Honey went to live with him. She was no beauty, owing her ancestry to an apparent mix of Spaniel, Basset Hound, and Jack Russell. Tom used to say she looked like a corgi, and everyone knew corgis were the Queen's dogs, having, so to speak, the royal seal of approval. But Jim couldn't see it. Nevertheless, he'd grown attached to Honey. Apart from fidelity and affection, she had one great virtue. She was a truffle dog. Every September, the beginning of the month, Tom and Honey used to go into one patch of woodland or another in the neighbourhood of Flagford and hunt for truffles. A lot of people scoffed. They said truffles couldn't be found in Britain, only in France and Italy. But there was no doubt Honey found them, was rewarded with a lump of meat, and Tom sold the truffles to a famous London restaurant for two hundred pounds a pound. Jim disliked the taste, but he liked the idea of two hundred pounds, and possibly more. He had never been truffle hunting with Tom, but he knew how it was done. This was why a mild and sunny morning in late September found him and Honey in what their neighbours called the posh part of Flagford, where Flagford Hall faced Athelstan House across Pump Lane, each amid extensive grounds. They had no interest in these houses or their occupants. They were heading for Old Grimble's Field, which filled the corner between the gardens of Athelstan House and two identical detached houses called Oak Lodge and Marshmead. Like the Holy Roman Empire, which Gibbon said was neither holy, Roman, nor an empire, this open space wasn't a field, nor was Grimble particularly old, or really called Grimble. It was an overgrown piece of land about an acre of what estate agents describe as a corner plot. Due to years of inattention, saplings had grown into trees, shrubs into...